0: So we're here to talk about extracurricular education, meaning like education uh, outside of your university degree, and the importance of learning stuff that's not just uh, related to what you're going to get your diploma in, hopefully. So um, I've yeah, been...
1: unless you, unless you drop out, and that that's a, that's another great question. Should you drop out during university?
0: Why is it important to? To learn stuff outside of your degree. I mean, is it not enough? You're already having like five to ten classes per week, and you're studying shitloads, and you're learning a lot, and and you know, and you're networking with a lot of people at uni. So why is that? Why is it not enough? Uh,
1: well, first of all, we have to face the fact that, especially in the modern age, you have so much time to spend. You only go to classes um, three times a week, and the rest you can be doing other things. And the amount of knowledge that they give you is obviously not enough because even if you practice doing all the quizzes and writing all the homeworks that you can ever do, there's still going to be a lot of time to do uh, the extra learning, which is going to be very important. And plus, let's face it, education is getting boring when it comes to universities. That education that is provided outside of universities it's very interesting because you you're doing it on your own accord and you kinda of think, right, okay, I'm gonna do this and it's gonna be interesting. And then you use self-discipline to actually get yourself
0: yeah. through it. You know, you know what I think you're you're touching on a really important problem because the fact that you say that, that education is boring, I mean I mean, yeah, it's boring, but, but it's it's not supposed to be boring. I mean, university used to be this thing which you work really hard for. And and because you've worked hard to get there and you know you put in the effort and finally you can you can be there and learn on those things. It's supposed to be something that you're motivated about, right? So if I, you're not I, I, Are you referring
1: you're, to a girl called uh, university, because that's a completely different matter.
0: What? <laughs> a but, girl uh, called what?
1: A girl call called university. When you're touching upon a very interesting topic, you're very motivated, you're very curious and that passion is what makes it amazing learning
0: yeah so basically what you're saying is that is that you're not motivated enough about um about your course itself for some reason i don't know what reason but i guess i guess because today it's like a really natural thing or like a basic thing for for a lot of people to go to uni sometimes it's not like really your decision but it's more like your parents decision and they said that you have to have a degree right or you think that you don't really have a future if you don't have a degree.
1: But but is it not the teacher's responsibility or the professor's responsibility to make it interesting and make you passionate about their subject?
0: Well, it's a two-sided question. I think no, because... It's, it's your responsibility in your life to make what it if, interesting. what if they no, no, really no. boring? Should, surely even
1: if you're interested in the subject?
0: Well, you have to make an effort in your life and everything, you know. You have to make an effort to, to feel good about the things you do. And you have to make an effort to be good at the things you do, you know. So you can't just go around life and wait for other, other people to do things to you and other things outside of you to make you feel like something. You have to make an effort yeah, but to is, be it, is, it, is it
1: interesting to be talking to boring people?
0: No, but you still have to f- make an effort and find so, the so, information. So, so it's much harder.
1: So it's like it's harder. Times it's harder.
0: It's harder because because you've learned, you know, like as a as a millennial, you know, like we've grown up, you know, with a lot of like like inputs that make us feel emotions and things, and without us making an effort, really, you know. So we've watched a lot of TV shows, you know, it makes us feel excited and sad and stuff without us having to put in any you know any input. But, you know, life used to be, like, more difficult than that. Like, when you read a book that's, like, hard to read, you know, you have to put in effort to actually understand what's there. And, I mean, that used to be, I think, a more everyday thing. And university is a bit like that. Like, you can't expect, you know, knowledge to happen to you. You have to actually be there and, you know, and be inquisitive about knowledge, you know, to get to, you know, like, immerse in it.
1: Right. But the question is, you come to university to be told by the professors what kind of knowledge you are looking for, because you have no idea what knowledge you're looking for. You know, you're just looking for it. And sure, you're half the time responsible for being passionate about the information. But if the teachers don't tell you you should be passionate about it, how, how are you supposed to be passionate about it?
0: Well, that's the thing. Are you, like, are you really supposed to go to university without knowing what you're looking for? I mean, you know the subject that you're studying. You know that you study economy. So you know that you want to learn about the economy. Then why are the, what are the teachers supposed to tell you that economy is, is actually really exciting? I mean, you know why you went there.
1: Well, for my accounting degree, I really like it. And I both, I have fantastic, passionate teachers and I have teachers who aren't very good. But, you know, that that's kind of the trade-off things because there are teachers who are insanely boring and you know you kind of wish you were doing manual labor instead of you know listening to it because it's it's complete it's torture <laughs> it's it's literally it, it's not possible to be listening to them that they're boring but then again you know they have a lot of information and they need to tell you and each subject has its boring moments which is weird because It all depends just on the way you talk about something. You can make something seem interesting or boring at the same time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you can blame the professors, but at the same time, those professors have like around 10 lectures a day. And, you know, they have to present that passion to every single class. And that is difficult, but which is why, you know, you, uh, you respect the teachers who are very passionate about your subject and they do present that passion. That's why you're way more respectable of them.
0: Yeah. You know, there's that, that attitude some some people have when they just go like, oh, this, this lecture is it's so worrying. And I, this attitude, I, I especially saw it when I started, you know, like my courses. There's, there's more of this, I think, in my previous course and less here. Mm-hmm. But it's basically like this thing on blaming everything on the teacher Right, it's but right. it's actually you know a lot of times like like you know you not understanding what it's about and then going like oh this lecture is like this and that and you know like blaming well, everything. Well, it's on... half
1: of it, isn't it? Because it's quite hard to follow a lecture that a teacher makes confusing. And at times, you know, there are those professors who aren't amazing at explaining uh, particular topics. Let's face it, all of us are not great at explaining some topics.
0: I mean that's okay. But that's but their but, job. but I agree. But that's it, but it, their job to well right that, that, that's
1: the point right but the but the other side of it right the, the other side of the coin is that you already you know should have learned uh, uh by reading slightly about this topic and that's you know that's the other side of the coin is that you have to put in work to read extracurricular right stuff or you know even the essential books or whatever material that could be to understand that topic further which you know which again brings us to the extracurricular stuff so you know again yes it should be supplementing your studies but at the same time that's the question what does in fact supplement your studies is it the material that is uh close to the material you're studying right yeah which simply does supplement it because uh it is quite close and in you know some it shares some of the concepts but here's the question right if you if you want to study something else outside of your university degree for example let's say computer science how does that supplement, right, your main studies? You know, that's, that's the real question. Uh, is,
0: is this is only a question for, for your, you know, creativity and like sort of an entrepreneurial but, but, approach, but right? But
1: that brings us to the question, right? What is an actual study of something? Because whatever you do, you are learning something. And it's just a matter of, you know, you realizing whether you are learning something or not and extracting lessons from it. Even, for example, you know, watching TV series. You'd learn some things about people or, you know, um, just about the world and you are taking lessons from it regardless of it being relevant to your course and all. So, you know, the question is, how how do you bring, you know, all of that knowledge together? You know, take that application. And many people are confused about what they should do with their free time. Yeah. And especially for students who are currently... a lot of them them are sitting at home, let's face it, they're not doing much, there is no life, Yeah. right? Everybody's depressed, everybody's drinking gin.
0: (laughs) Who is drinking gin? I don't know.
1: But the question remains, in order to stay sane, right, what kind of extracurricular education should you be doing? Should you be going to taking courses on platforms like Coursera? which, by the way, are free, and it's a fantastic opportunity to uh, take advantage of that because they're trying to supplement the the studies that are being done in university, right? Even though that may not be necessarily straightforwardly related to your degree. Um, should you be reading more books? You know, what should you be doing? And that's kind of the question, really, for each, each person uh, individually. But it remains that Not everybody's doing it. Like, even though some people may say, yes, we we completely agree there should be some supplemental education. And we're not even talking about certifications and other qualifications that are done in order to help your career. Because clearly, we see the benefit in that. But in terms of the things that we can't necessarily see the benefit of, which mostly, most of the time, you do for your own curiosity. Which obviously, as we know, um, starts to decline at the, from the age of 20 to 25.
0: Well, I mean, so I guess in in one part, what you're talking about is like, like now as a university student, you have a lot of free time, right? So you have a lot of time that you can fill up with either putting in more effort and learning stuff and adding to your studies, or you can also fill it up with watching Netflix and going out and, you know, like with what, with what a lot of people do. Right. So, I, I still think that this, this prime, conversation prime. Is, is, in part, it's about education and the importance of of extracurricular well, okay, stuff, and it's, it's l- important to learn stuff outside of your course, but but it's also about, like, the effort you put in. I right, think. but, but, yeah? but let's,
1: let's break it down. So, have you seen the amount of hours they tell you you should study supplementary in your course? It's ridiculous. They say you should be spending, like, 160 hours, uh, like, in the whole of module, or... Yeah. Even more than that. Which is ridiculous. You're not gonna spend that much in reality. Why not? Because there is nothing to be spent it on. The you basically, basically what they say, right? You do the quizzes and all that stuff, right? That they ask you to do, which you should do because that's just part of the essential stuff. Fine, you read the essential book, which is in itself uh kind of the essential bits because you need to understand that context that's presented in the studies. But these question is, should you be rereading same material in the the other books, which present in exactly the same way, in the textbooks, right? They're yeah. not necessarily perspectives of modern professionals. And realistically, 99% of students will not be indulging themselves in those extra textbooks. So in reality, yeah. where they, the amount of hours people have is actually more than they would initially think, even though with all your preparations for tests and thinking, which actually the most interesting thing, the most learning you do is just thinking and reflecting, you know, everything over, going for a walk and thinking about all the stuff you learned today and its application. Wouldn't you say that makes it that you have more time to spend on other things? In reality, they claim that you require more time to be spending on your studies. But in fact, actually, it's not as much as they claim
0: yeah so we go to the same like institution right like that's a really different thing that we study but it's the same institution and right. i have never heard about this recommendation or a thing that we should be studying this many hours for this subject nobody has ever, ever told me like this subject is called working in music you should be spending approximately 36 hours per week with it but to be honest for example this subject for me mm. like it. It takes up so much of my time because it it requires me to do another job and right. then and then give account of what I've done and then present that in like a tangible form. Right. So yeah, it takes me a lot of hours. Like so, my uni is like like one and a half days per week, but it's actually much more because it's it's you know a what, lot one of, and a
1: half days. are yeah, uh, Your lectures. Yeah. What do you do for the rest of the week?
0: Well, I mean, I I do a lot of stuff. Is, is like, that is that like, like... more practical things? <laughs> I come to Vauxhall to do podcasts and stuff, right? But that. Are... So um,
1: yeah. here I'm I'm showing a a document which is made for all the modules, which shows how much time for that module you're supposed to spend. So the total learning and teaching hours are supposed to be two hundred hours per module. Yeah. So that means in a semester, right? Which is three modules.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, you do six hundred hours for each module. It's two hundred. Now let's break it down. Lectures, which are scheduled, are twenty four hours, and seminars are also twenty four hours, which makes up forty eight hours of the total um, time that is spent right on on the whole module of mm-hmm. of teaching it. That is uh, four hours a week per module, right? And that adds up obviously to uh, being uh, 12 hours per week that, that you do of scheduled uh, study, which is contact obviously with lecturers mm-hmm. and seminar teachers. But here's the interesting thing, right? So they tell you that structured independent study, which is the ca- category of independent, is 42 hours, right? Module course-based general study which is 42 hours, and working on and taking assessments is 68, which is, you know, which is very interesting, obviously. So they, they take into account the amount of time that takes you to take the assessments, which is fine, which is, again, you know, a bit questionable. But here's the thing, right? Structured independent study kind of makes sense what they try to put in that category, which is like reading essential texts, doing the quizzes, and, you know, doing all that kind of homework. But here's the question. What is the module and course-based general study? What is that related to general study? They squeeze in 42 hours, which is a significant time. What is that? You know, that is questionable. Are they trying to say we should be learning something extracurricular, but they're just not exactly telling us and they think it's 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 a given? No,
0: I think, was... like, it's, my courses are, like, you know, like, we have a book list, right? So they go, like, this is recommended reading. we right. they have, like, 8 or or 15, but that's, but that's 15 books. And then I see the list and I go, like, when do you think I will have the time to read eight books per semester? Exactly. For every module, like I'm not going to have that. But at the same time, like, you know, like this this uh, semester when I got my, my reading list for a particular class, I like ran through it and I ran like, oh, here's these books that actually might be really useful for me. Uh, I was doing some like uh, particular project right, for right, another right. class and I bought one of the books and it was really useful, you know. But I knew because it was about the same topic that I was working on. Was, was that a textbook? It, no, it was this book about branding, oh and like right, it was it's a really cool book with a lot of visuals, but it's really like long, it's a big book. interesting. I, I just skimmed through it, right? I okay. didn't read it properly, but I, I needed to know the, the process of, of right. you know, how the whole thing works. so that's, So,
1: so here's, here's a question. Yeah. Do you think it was interesting and useful because? It wasn't a textbook
0: well my course my course is is full of um, like material that's not actually textbook right well, my, my so, course is really special that way I think. okay so don't take it as an example. interesting
1: because mostly mine so I have my essential reading right is a textbook and every other supplementary readings are textbooks which are which have exactly the same material as the essential textbook No, which which is which is funny because it's like why why should you you reread the same thing, and they're not, and you know generally speaking, you know most of the reading you can do is is quite casual. Nobody's going to be you know writing books, uh, as entertainment about accounting. It's very very rare they're going to be talking about you know ethics and scandals, uh, those kinds of things. Uh, But um, you know, is it that? The textbooks are not actually that useful when it comes to informal and general learning because they cover the exactly the same thing <laughs> as you did in the lectures yeah, and seminars, and it's like see, why, yeah,
0: you know, that's why that's, you? that's the reason I like to study in the UK, you know, because basically I feel that the courses are more modern and open, and and my course doesn't have textbooks, right? I don't have to read textbooks. I have to read like books that are written about the industry so it's oh, so that, that is so very so hands-on we get that it's so hands-on <laughs> we'll <get> <laughs> so hands like like the the content of the course mm. is is sort of you know based on how the industry is very current yeah. yeah so and and i because i i've never studied you know like really you know like mathematical and scientific very academic things. subjects right i mean
1: well, in terms yeah, of like you know, very, that... very, very traditional, you know, like accounting, even yeah, yet accounting it, it, itself, yeah. you know, is is a very traditional subject. Um, it's still, you know, our te- our teaching is done in a very modern way. However, because it is the subject it is, we still have to do it through textbooks because we have a lot of methods and things we have to. Yeah,
0: yeah. So we d- we don't have that, right? We have more of the like of adapting to change because like like. You know, so it's a much it's a creative, faster movie industry so, okay so yes yeah, so like basically i'm situated in creative industries right so so these industries which well, is not like, to say
1: my industry isn't crazy yeah yeah, in but, itself.
0: yeah but, as a whole would, would
1: would you you know would you know i
0: think i think we would profit a lot of looking at our industries as you know the other person looks at theirs you know So like rules that are in in the creative industries, if you would sort of try to use those rules in you know, like finance and stuff, you would actually profit a lot just by looking at things differently, you know.
1: Which obviously, yeah, uh, exactly. Which is, which is funny because when you actually get into understanding all the accounting and financial things, you understand that, you know, most of it's pseudoscience anyway.
0: Pseudoscience?
1: Yeah, exactly. Because in the way they decide the actual price of a paperclip is literally by just deciding the price of a paperclip. You know, just being like, oh, what what is the price going to be today? The all the way all the ways businesses decide what they're worth is by simple guesses. Sure, they can guess and then say, okay, this is what I base my guess on, right? Even the predictions, predictions, yeah, are done literally on guesses. And you even have uh, even very mathematical parts of accounting and finance for that matter which are still based on guesses. Management accounting which relies on providing a great and accurate information to the decision makers, i.e. the management of the company about costing of the information relies upon a lot of assumptions and guesses being made because at the end of the day it, it is all you know just rough information. It will never be Insanely accurate, and that is something a lot of people do not understand because that's so that all happens, you know, in many industries because they think, Oh, you know, that industry people know what you know what they're actually doing, people never know what they're doing, they're yeah. kind of guessing, yeah. And you know, time. you know,
0: what I find interesting is like that, that in the music industry or in, in the pop industry or whatever you're looking at, like there's the same problem you know like like there's the same problem of like guesswork and you don't know what's going to work next how do you write a hit song how do you make a movie that's going to be super successful with movies it's a bit more easy i think but but like with with music or with with an artist like how do you create something that's going to be successful in mm. the the artistic industry you like like you don't know. You you only you know. You sort of like try to understand what what the general public thinks. Try to predict what they're gonna feel like. But then there's politics and social discourse, and something different happens all the time. And you don't know. You know. So you know there's the same problem in in finance and and in the music industry, but in a different way, but in the same way. So I would bring this you know to a conclusion that uh, imagine that I. I'm like a student studying media and communication or a student studying music. But then I start studying like economics, uh, like extracurricular. And then I realize that, oh, shit, like a lot of things that I learned here are transferable and in, in the structure of thinking to the other industry. And that actually brings me a lot of profit. So for me, it was really worth to learn the other thing, even if I'm never going to be like an accountant. But it was really worth it because I learned something that I can take and you know, like to the other industry and think about things in a different way, which gets me further than other people who are just stuck into dogmas and you know.
1: Yeah, studying the one thing in particular. And yeah, and it's just, it's just like
0: looking at what happened before and just, just you thinking this is how things go all the time. It's it's not like that, you know. It's like it's like things happen always in a bit of a different way, and there's there's trends, but But the trends are like, you know, like, they go back like decades and decades. And then you have to sort of look at it in a really big picture, you know. Yeah.
1: Because at the end of the day, you know, all of us are humans. And we're just trying to cope with some bits of uh, information. And as you said, you know, a lot of things in this world are very similar. And we just don't realize that they are. Because, you know, as, uh, as you just mentioned, everything has a transferable skill. And, you know, that brings up the questions like are really a lot of uh you know degrees can be used in other industries like should you actually you know specialize in age you know the what it what is like really specializations and careers you know in that because there are transferable skills and you can take them from one industry another and you should have a lot of transferable skills because that knowledge can give you a fresh perspective as you just said, the fresh way of thinking, right? Th- then again, given that you are quite a creative person, because a creative person generally wouldn't be able to think outside the box and just create, you know, um, those innovative ideas and implementations.
0: Yeah. yeah, but like, look, like, creativity is a soft skill, you know? If, if you feel that you're not creative enough, go and join a drama club, you know? Do improvisation or do... You know, like do something that's creative, like do sculpture or painting or anything, you know, like well, 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 do something that changes your thinking, you know, like education, you know, is like it's, it's sort of like that. I mean, you think it's not going to add anything to your life because it's not what you want to do, but it will because, you know, if, if you fear you're you're lacking something, then go learn it, even if it's not in the field that you want to work in, because then you can maybe you can, you know, gain something from it that in the end you realize that you can actually use there
1: so the real answer of just extracurricular education really brings us to a point where obviously every single day we learn that's a given and education doesn't really stop at simply after the seminar and the lecture and you know you can't get away from those uh, facts that even by browsing that favorite blog of yours about you know fashion and textiles or uh, whatever it could be, you'll you'll still be learning one way or another. Some ways are just more formal and structured ways of education than others. And perhaps that's what university is, just the most structured way of education. And since we're not scientists, we can't really say in that sense uh, whether structured education would be the best. It could be, it could be not. But uh, definitely all sorts of educations do uh, supplement each other and everything is important in its own form.
0: Yeah, I think that's a wrap.
1: Yeah, for, I for think we own.
0: covered it. We covered it pretty well. Yeah. Um, we hope to see you next, next episode, which will be in a few days, yeah. hopefully.
1: Next episode.